Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Um, all right, and I guess uh, with that, we should just uh, kick it over to um, game two. Uh, this is uh, officially part two. Like You'll be hearing this now at the beginning of an episode, but this is uh, part two of uh, episode num- number 178. And uh, let's talk about the uh, September 30th game against the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, so it was, a, it was an afternoon game. Um, it was a fan appreciation weekend uh, at Wrigley Field, so we didn't, we didn't quite know. Uh, what that meant, uh, so we wanted to get there a little bit early, and it turns out it meant that uh, there were three players um, uh, in Gallagher Way, which is the park right in front of Wrigley Field on Addison, uh, who were signing autographs. Uh, those players were Ray Burris, Lee Smith, and Miguel Montero. Uh, we had sort of suspected Montero might be there because he was at the game on Wednesday night. There's was a good call by Jeremy. That was, uh, that was Jeremy's call. Um, so I got there first. And I, I texted Jeremy, and Jeremy was on. Uh, he was uh, parked uh, where he usually parks, and uh, he had he had to run over to the stadium. So it was kind of an unpleasant, um, unpleasant <laughs> beginning of the day for him. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was like I, I mentioned uh, last episode. I was sick that week, and by Friday, I, I still sound like crap. Um, but um, by Friday, I was getting a little bit better. But I was still. I had like a big event on Thursday for my work. So Friday morning, I was like, all right, like things are cool. Like, you know, I can take a breath. I'm still fucking sick, but, uh, you know, let me take it. I, I decided I'm like, I want to go to this Cubs game because I want to just, you know, relax. Um, but we knew it was fan appreciation day. I had a lot of work I had to do Friday morning. So I woke up early to get this work done. And cause I wanted to get there at 1120 when the gates is, the gates opened, but no such luck. I didn't end up getting there until about 1220. Um, but Jack was there to do some recon. He saw that they were signing and like, yeah, like, I mean, I, I put two and two together because Strope and Montero were at the game and, uh, I was able to bring some Montero cards just in case. And sure enough, he was one of the guys signing. So uh, Jack was like, yeah, there's definitely people signing, but I can't tell who it is. And he's like, Oh wait, I think it's Montero. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to run. And so like I had to run, um, I didn't run all the way, but I made pretty good time. I think, um, from Ashland, to, to Clark. Yeah. So, um, we got in there and I got to say, um, uh, with all of that on the line with me running and like, just like, I got to get Montero. Cause I also, I really wanted Montero because obviously he's a huge part of the 2016 uh, world series run. Um, probably two of the biggest hits of the whole, uh, playoffs, um, the grand slam and then the hit in game seven. Uh, I really wanted him and I had a cool card. I wanted to get him on and all this stuff. So, um, I, I ran and like, was not in good shape to run. I get there and I see Jack like over by the line. He said, I'll meet you by the beginning of the line. And I walk over there and Jack, Jack does the like throat slash signal. Like it's over, it's over. Like they cut it off. And I'm like, what? I'm like, fuck, like what? And like, I went over there and, and Jack's like, I'm like, what happened? They cut it off. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's cut off. <laughs> I think that's what you said. I mean, you might've said, I think it's cut off. I'm yeah. That, sure. That's what I said. I said, I, I think they're cutting it off. Cause the, the, the security guard who was standing there was not there like five seconds before you got there. So yeah. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna cut the line off. So may, I, I think maybe definitely doing the throat thing was a little bit premature. But <laughs> uh, you know, I think I, I, I wanted to just kind of dash both of our hopes if if that was uh, the case. But 
the guy the guy let us in like he didn't seem to really really care that much so um well so so then you so then like you say that and i'm just kind of like well i gotta try anyway right so i go up to the guy and i'm like hey man and i i I, did did you hear me talk to him jack were you right behind Uh, i don't think i heard what you said okay like it's almost a little embarrassing but i was just like Hey man, is there any way we can still get in there? Like, like you know, I, I ran all the way over here. I, is there any way we can still get in? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then he let us in, and I was like, wow, awesome. He let us in, so so cool. And he's like, just he's like, just be ready. Have a, a, something for him <laughs> to sign. Have it ready. Have it uh, you know already. Don't be like looking for it when you're up there. Just have it ready to go. And I was like, yep, yeah, absolutely, no problem. Got it. And, um, you know, and I was thinking like, oh, thank God, like we got in line. I went into this whole thing with Jack about like, hey, you know, sometimes like I'm not this kind of guy, but sometimes I'll ask, you know, I'll try to like push the push the envelope like from to, to get what I want, you know, and sometimes you got to sure. do that. And we were both like, yeah, we well, neither of us are that kind of guy. But in certain situations, you know, it pays off and it's paid off for me in the past. And then we're in line. And then like, <laughs> dude. The line, they never closed the line ever, I don't think. Like, we got all no. the way to the front, and they were still letting people in. And I, I, honestly, I like, when you said it was cut off, I'm like, well, that's within reason. Like, they would, like, probably want to get people out of there or whatever, like, and get it shut down, like, early on. But, like, I don't know when they cut that line off, but they they, they were letting people, a steady stream of people kept coming in after we were in line. Yeah, and we, we got our autograph at about 12.35 or 12.40, too. And the, the game started at 1.20. So... Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know when they would have cut it off. And Jeremy, I I got there probably fifteen or twenty minutes before you you got there. So those guys were they were signing for a ton of people. Um, yeah, for which sure. Was cool. I I do like the the guy. The guy sounded like a prison warden when he was giving you those yeah, instructions. Though. He's right. like He's like, yeah, don't look him right in the eye. Like, have your pen ready. Like, don't talk to him. Just don't get, pass you know, him any get, sharp objects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was funny. Um, quick question before we get into Montero and the other guys. Did you ever find out who the other guys they had uh, at the weekend were, like on Saturday and Sunday? No, I never did. Okay. I didn't really do any research, but I also think there were guys signing inside at the same time we were getting signed mm-hmm. signatures outside. So um, I don't because I didn't really get to watch um, much of the games over the weekend. So I don't I don't know who else signed, but I'm pretty sure Strope signed um, okay. just somewhere else. Uh, and like, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, I never found out who else I, I, I would, I would like to find out. I'd like to check Twitter or something. Sure. Um, yeah, I, uh, well, well, anyway, you, you gave me a couple cards to get signed, uh, a couple of like blank, uh, cards with like baseballs on them. I don't know what you call those. Uh, that was for Burris and Lee Smith. What do you call those kind of cards? Well, someone, um, I, yeah, I don't know. Someone, some guy just makes those and sells them at uh-huh. card shows. So I bought a pack of them like a long time ago. And honestly, they've been pretty cool. Like, yeah. Um, you know, if you don't have a card for a guy to get signed, but you want it on a card, like that's not a bad way to get it. Um, you know, it goes, it's same, it's the same size as a baseball card and it, it looks cool. So, um, so yeah, uh, yeah, just autograph cards, like is what the guy calls them. The autograph yeah. That was, uh, but yeah, th- those are cool. And then, uh, you gave me a Montero, uh, tops heritage card too, which was, uh, also neat. So I was able to get that signed. Um, Jeremy, a burning question you've had for Miguel Montero is what he said after he got a uh, got an RBI single in Game Seven. It looks like, it, and I remember this on TV too. It looks like he says, "What a fucking game!" when he gets to yeah. first base uh, to Mike Napoli. He says that, right? 
Um, I don't think Knapp was the first base coach at that point. Was he the first base coach? Or at no, that no, point? I, I well, Nap, well, oh, so he he said it to the first base oh. coach. I, I thought he said it to to Napoli, uh, who was the Indians' first baseman. But um, right, it could, it, yeah, yeah. Who who was their first base coach? It wasn't think, Brandon Hyde, was it? I think it was Eric. Oh, it was Brandon Hyde. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was, and then Hinsky was maybe the first base coach the year after that. I think. Um. Or um, was it, yeah? Maybe it was Hin- Maybe it was Hinsky. Um, yeah, I can't remember Hinsky or Hyde. Uh-huh. I think it was one of those two. But yeah, he he um he gets the hit and like the camera cuts to him and you hear him mouth, "What a fucking game," and uh, like it's just it gives me chills and like tears at the same time. Like to think about it, obviously because of the context, but like it's just an amazing moment. Um and. Yeah, I've always like wanted to get 100% confirmation about it. Um, if you Google like Montero, what a fucking game! Like, there's one GIF that someone posted on Reddit who wrote like, you know, Miguel like cameras catch Miguel Montero saying what a fucking game. So like that person knows. I feel like right after it happened, there was more things like maybe on Twitter or something people said it, but there's not too much about it on the internet now. Um, so yeah. I basically, um, I was like, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to fucking ask him. I didn't even tell you that I was going to do it, but yeah. um, I was ahead of Jack. And so I go, so we get through the line. We get Ray Burris. Ray Burris is super nice. Yeah. Um, uh, Lee Smith we get. Um, so I get him to sign a, a card. We, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, we get through those guys. They're like taking pictures with these kids in front of us. Super nice. Montero signs and, and takes pictures with these kids. And then I get to Montero and I, I have him sign this fucking really cool Tops Now card after he hit the Grand Slam, taking a curtain call. Uh, it was a really awesome card. I'm really glad that I got him to sign it. But I go like, hey, uh, Miggy, I got to ask you, man. Do you remember what you said after you got that hit in game seven? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, no, what I say? What I say? And I go like, <laughs> I go like, you said, what a bleeping game. And he kind of like looks and, uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. The cameras uh, caught you. Like, you know, the cameras like cut to you. And like you said, I think I said the cameras caught you, which maybe was bad wording. Um, and I'm like, yeah, the cameras caught you. And, 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 you know, I think you could read your lips and you said, what a bleeping game. And he just kind of like, he just kind of like shut down. Like he kind of like, just like looked forward and like, wasn't really reacting. Um, and then Jack, go ahead. Yeah, no, well, then at that point, like, he, you're right, like, a, a dark cloud had, like, passed over his face, and then, like, I, for somehow, like, I got brought into this, I think, like, <laughs> it was after Jeremy, like, said the second thing, and I, I said, yeah, yeah, I remember that, too, um, and then, like, I passed the card to him, and, like, he signed it, but uh, the moment, it, things had gotten weird, like, things got weird, it almost, it almost seemed like he felt like we were ganging up on him, um, yeah. So, like, I, I don't know if he thought, like, the FCC was going to come and arrest him for that or something. Right, yeah. But it, uh, it was a, it turned into a weird moment. It, it definitely turned into a weird moment. Like, we, we, we kind of ruined it. And like, and, and, like, at the time, I was, like, you know, I, I could see, like, that could either go one or two ways. If you, like, if you chimed in on it or, if I, or like, if, I, if you just let me hang. Like, I appreciated that you chimed in because I thought that that would help. But... He seemed like he kind of got squirrely, like he almost thought, like, like yeah, like he felt like he was in trouble. Like, were we, like, I don't think he understood <laughs> if we were, like, calling him out, like, saying, like, hey, why did you, why'd you say that, man? Like, you know, My like. kids were watching that game. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then, and to my, like, uh, detriment or whatever, like, I should have said, like, 
it was an amazing moment and I'll cherish it forever. You know, I should have said something like, you know, that was really cool. Um, but I kind of just thought, I thought I would say that. And I thought he'd be like, Oh yeah, I did say that man. And then I'd be like, and then I could say like, well, that was an amazing moment. And I'll, I'll never forget it. But he just didn't, he just clammed up and, um, <laughs> it was just weird. And I felt like it was weird. And I felt like maybe I ruined it or something. And so then at the very end, I go like, um, oh, I should say before I asked him that, I said like, "Hey, Miggy, I just want to thank you for the World Series." Uh, and then you know he said, "Oh yeah," or something. I don't know. But then afterwards, um, I did say, "Hey, Miggy, thank you, thanks so much, man." And like he did look at me and kind of like, you know, nod his head or whatever. And like I think he was maybe smiling or something. But it was like I think it was just weird. And I think he wanted, you know, he we all wanted that moment to be over. Um, <laughs> so. It yeah, it was not what uh, it was not how I envisioned it going, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just uh, yeah, I would I would prefer I probably would have preferred to have not asked him that than to ask him and get that response. But uh, it is what it is, I guess. Well, who knows, man? Maybe maybe the next time he watches that, though, if he ever watch rewatches that clip, he'll 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 notice that and he'll he'll remember that. And be like, oh yeah, that guy did ask me about that. So yeah, you know. That would be a nice, that would be a nice thing. Or like, maybe he didn't understand what bleeping meant. And like, he's like, what? Like, like, you know, then he's just totally confused. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. It was, uh, it was, uh, I don't know. It was just a weird thing. I'm glad I took a a shot, I guess, but, uh, you shot your shot for sure. Um, and you, you got Lee Smith too. We both did, which was cool. You got him on a card with the four, uh, living Cubs hall of famers, which is, which is neat. Yeah, from the Field of Dreams game, uh, Dawson, Sandberg, Billy Williams. I mean, Fergie Jenkins somehow was not left off of this card, but he should have been on there as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he wasn't. I he, for some reason I thought he was on that card. He's not. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I haven't. I want to. I'm. I have a project of trying to get like all four of them to sign it. And uh, Sandberg and Dawson will sign through the mail if you pay a fee. But I think Billy Williams is going to be a tough one to get signed. So. You know, mm-hmm. gave myself another project, but it would be awesome to get all all of them to sign the card. Montero card is really awesome, and then Ray Burris, a uh, guy who I didn't know too much about before my time, it's cool to just get him uh, on an autograph too. Yeah, he's got a nice nice signature as well, and he's a he's a big guy too. Um, uh, so just just a few like uh, uh quick game notes. Adrian Sampson pitched. Uh, he had a good outing for the Cubs, and I asked Jeremy. I was like, man, this guy's numbers are pretty good. Is he going to be on the team next year? Like, he seems like a guy that they could keep. And literally, <laughs> as I was finishing that sentence, Jake Fraley took a swing and, like, the ball was was flying through the air before I finished that sentence. And uh, uh, it went over the fence. So so we, we've seen Jake Fraley hit two home runs this year. Uh, so that's uh, so that's great. Um, uh, so that, that was dumb. Uh, there was also a, uh, a guy uh, – I, I also said something about Franmil Reyes – I was like, man, this guy seems like he never does anything when we come here. Um, <laughs> like he sucks. Like he's he's kind of sucked. And then like, sure enough, he hits like a rocket that goes off the wall for a double. So um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I guess it's the reverse psychology of that stuff. Sure. Yeah. I guess that's uh, yeah. You know, um, the universe balanced itself out there in that situation. I guess. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So um. So yeah. Uh. As far as like people around us go, there were a couple. Uh, interesting people um a guy kind of came over it was weird we were not sitting in our normal we were not sitting in our science seats and um there were it's definitely seemed like there was a lot of like guys just like single guys there um day game day friday game you know um 
but a guy came over and sat down like in the row in front of us at the end and um you know baseball game uh it might be fitting that a guy came over who looks like Stephen Avery but not that's Steve a- that's not Steve Avery from the the pitcher for the uh the Braves uh no Stephen Avery the uh the the murderer from uh making a murderer um the Netflix series he looked exactly like Stephen Avery he did he did and i said to Jeremy i said I can't do no life bit. Not for something I didn't do. Uh, <laughs> that's what he says. Uh, I, I also like when he's on the friend with like, uh, he's on the phone with that, like Brandon, like the kid. And he's like, Brandon yeah. Dassey, I think his name is. Yeah. And like, they're just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You go up there, you go up that area that people do talk like that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh... You know, with Adnan uh, from a Serial getting released now, uh, you you would think that Stephen Avery might be the next guy, but um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that guy. It doesn't does not seem like a good guy. No, no, for sure. But uh, yeah, de- definitely, you're right, man. That was weird. There were there were just a lot of like like older dudes who were there solo by themselves. Yeah, uh, which was uh, it was funny. It was a, kind of a funny vibe. Um, yeah. There. Yeah. There was another uh, another play where uh, a guy hit a hit a double. I think it was um, um was was it Morel? I think it was Morel. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was very obviously just going to be a double. Um, but some idiot behind us was yelling, "Take three, take three! and he was yelling that as the ball was being thrown in, and Morel was like three fourths of the way to second base. Like he was pulling up in the second about? base. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just yeah. like, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, um, and we like, we both, as soon as it happened, we both like reached for our phones to to take yes. the note down, and uh, and like, I saw Jack going to take the notes. I'm like, God damn it! Like, you beat me to it. <laughs> um, so um, so yeah, like that was uh, yeah, it was just like that's the kind of thing that like now we are pre predisposed to like jot down a note about um to make fun right. of because yeah the you guy's know, just we, an idiot we've heard like hustle hustle throw it throw it and now take three so um yeah <sighs> that's uh good stuff um there was another single guy who uh uh was sitting right in front of me to my right uh the row in front of me um he had a, on an orange fishing hat um hard, hard to kind of describe how this guy how this guy looked um you know he yeah he look. I I don't like. I can't come up with a good celebrity comp for him, but he definitely he, had like an alcoholic's nose. Like he, he just had that kind of the red face of an alcoholic, you know. Yeah, he kind of had like, he kind of had like a Michael Shannon vibe to him a little bit. Uh-huh. Like he kind of looked like a big. He was like a big kind of like, uh, imposing like, like body stature of a guy. But yeah, he also seemed like, you know, uh, just drunk or like he was slurring his words a little bit i'm not sure if that was from alcohol or some condition or something but but yeah like he was talking kind of slow and very like measured i would say well and he was also a creep too like Uh you know to me like he he was talking to me and like i I kept thinking like i wanted to turn to you and be like is this guy fucking coming on to me like what the what the fuck like why is he talking to me like he kept turning around and you know, it, it's like the uh, the autograph guy said, like they got no other choice. You know, like I had <laughs> I had no other choice but to acknowledge this guy and talk to him because he was right there. 
and like I couldn't I couldn't ignore the fact that he was turned all the way around around trying to talk to me. So the first thing he said to me was uh, it was the it was when uh, uh, Graham Ashcraft, who was the starting pitcher for the Reds, got removed from the game. Of course, they play the YMCA when the uh, pitcher gets removed between an inning. When the first when the first uh, visiting pitcher is removed between an inning, they play the YMCA. So um, this guy turns to me, he goes, uh, "Hey, you, you warm?" And I was like, uh, I, "Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of cold." He's like, "Yeah, well, you, you know, you can uh, you can get up and dance to this." Like, uh, talking about the YMCA, and then I was just like, I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jer- Jer- then Jeremy goes, yeah, he usually does. Uh, I, was like, I was like, don't don't fucking encourage this guy, dude. Are you kidding me? This guy's not gonna stop. So maybe because of that, like, you know, I, I, I kind of just wasn't giving the guy anything. And then you I know, he turned, that I said that. He turns back, and uh, I was like, okay, you know, I hope this guy doesn't talk to me again. So sure enough, five minutes later, he, he, not even that, maybe three minutes later, he turns back to me. And he goes like he looks at my scorecard, and he's like, "You guys, uh, he's like, yeah, you, you you keep score." And uh, I was just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, uh, I do." And he's like, "You uh, you traveling?" And I was like, "No, no, I'm you know, nope." And he's like, "Oh yeah, you you Chicago?" And you know, I was like, "Yeah, we you know we we live here, whatever." Uh, and then he was like, and he he keeps looking at my scorecard, and he's like. He's like, you you write down how fast the ball goes, um, and and I go, no, nah, too much to keep track of. And he he goes, ah, 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 ah. like he la- like he laughed, and he laughed for like thirty seconds, like he threw his head back and forth, like it was the funniest thing he'd ever heard. And all, all I said was too much to keep track of. Like I, I wish that I could do stand up comedy and have like a hundred of this guy in the audience because I, I'd be the funniest I, I'd be the funniest person at the at the open mic. Um I, like Yeah. Yeah. And then correct me if I'm wrong, Jack, but then after that he said, um, I'm sure the whole world has a lot to keep track of. <laughs> did you hear him say that, Jack? No, man. No, I did not hear that. Yeah. So he goes like, Yeah, I'm sure the whole world you know, he kinda talks like he kind of talked like um, he kind of talked in the same kind of cadence as like Ted Levine and as maybe like Buffalo Bill, but without like the like sadistic like sexualness to it. But yet there still was something creepy about him. But he's like, yeah, I'm sure the whole world has a lot to keep track of, which is, <laughs> which is weird, which is weird. Um, but yeah, so um, that guy, I guess, uh, shortly thereafter did get up. Right. And like, yes, just, he did. Yeah, and I actually went out to get some food, and um, I I saw him out there, and he was walking back towards the seats, like out on the like out on the the patio where the where you get the food, and of course he stopped. There was some like uh, guy working the cup, the beer stand, and he was just kind of like leaning against the the counter, just kind of staring off into space. Like it was probably like a rare down moment for this guy. And he was just kind of leaning forward and zoning out. And, of course, this guy goes up to him and starts talking to him. And, like, the guy was like, what? Like, uh, I don't know, man. And, like, I just got away from there. Um, yeah. And uh, I thought maybe he was heading back to Jack while I was gone. Um, he was going to go back there. But uh, it turns out, like, some three other people went and sat in that guy's seat. So, I don't know. He definitely had a vibe that he was going to be a nomad. And he probably just traveled around and, like, fucking bothered somebody else. Um we were kind of th- yeah I, yeah. I was kind of thinking it'd be funny like later on if you if later on in the game if he was like feeling lonely he'd be lonely. I he he might think to himself like hey you know that one guy kind of that guy enjoyed talking to me. I should probably go back over there and and uh, 
you know, talk, talk to him again or whatever. But, but yeah. Um, so they, um, they, yeah, that guy kind of passed in and out of our life at that point, but it was funny. Like, I got to say, like, I don't know how, if Jack felt a certain way about it, but like, that was one of those situations where the, the guy was near Jack and talking to Jack and I just stared forward and just tried, tried to yeah, stay out of did, it. Didn't help at all, man. Well, no, you, you yeah. egged him on at one point, but like. <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't think I don't think you realized that it was going to be an ongoing thing at that point. Um, no, he you know, kept I, he kept coming and turning to you, and like he kept saying stuff. Like he'd say something, you'd reply. There would be like you know like a ninety second pregnant pause, and then he would say something else. And he kept doing that. He kept not letting <laughs> it go. He kept like he kept kept keeping it going basically. And I was just like, oh, this is bad. This is yep. bad. Um, another another one where we would have had to move if he hadn't left relatively yeah. soon. Yeah, which um, I would have been bummed about because we had really nice seats, basically. We, nice we did. Spot. We we did. Uh, it's just another one of those things where it's like, who the fuck is this guy? How did he end up at this game? Like, why is yeah. he here? How did he obtain the ticket? I would say the same thing about Stephen Avery, too. Even though we had no interaction with Stephen Avery, like, he sat there. He didn't even seem like he was invested in the game. You know, he was just staring off, like, at the freaking seagulls that were, like, flying over the scoreboard, just, like, thinking about all the years he'd spent in prison for a crime he may not have committed, you know? The guy, like, he wasn't even watching the game. Like, his eyes looked like bloodshot. It was just very strange. Why is he at this game? How did he get, you know, how did he get... Yeah, he's actually become Stephen Avery, like, because he looks so much like him that he just thinks his thoughts. Um, yeah. Jesus. Um, so, so yeah, there was, um, you know, there hasn't been much, uh, vendor stuff as there was in early year, early seasons of this, uh, podcast. So we kind of look to look for guys where you can. Um, of course there was the, there's the, um, Josh Hader lookalike, um, raffle ticket kid. Um, who was the, oh, there was the Alec Mills beer yeah, vendor Alec guy. Mills. Yep. And this guy, I've seen this guy before, but it's never really occurred to me. But um, I, I saw him and like I got Jack's attention. I'm like, hey man, look at that beer vendor. And I'm like, I really wish this was um, a visual medium because I just like I thought of the perfect name for this guy. So this guy is like an older guy, maybe early 60s. Mm-hmm. Like he's an older guy, very pretty like frail, pretty like kind of skinny, um, but tallish, skinny. Um, he's got kind of like longer like. His he has gray hair, like white gray hair. He um, it's maybe a little longer in the back, and he's he has a mustache, like a, a defined, like a definitive, like mustache, which is also gray. Um, and uh, he so he kind of looks like Dennis Eckersley a little bit, um, but older, all gray hair. I th- honestly, I think Eckersley dyes his hair if you look at him. But so I'm like Jack. I got the perfect name for this guy, and I go Dennis Eldersley. It- <laughs> It was perfect. It's like you said, Jeremy. Um, it was. It's such a visu- visual joke. Um, yeah. And podcasts are not a visual medium. That uh, it just. It's just like you. You had to see it. But um, yeah. Y- yeah. I mean, well, the guy looked exactly like a super, like a, an even older Dennis Eckersley. It was. It was good. Well, luckily, I have a pic. I got a picture of him, so I will post that on the. Um, oh, wonderful. On the Instagram, yeah, just so you can just so you can see that, but um, yeah, that was def- definitely Dennis Eldersley. Um, nice. So, so yeah, um, so uh, so yeah, that was just a, a fun little uh, thing. Um, honestly, that was kind of it for the game. I mean, like uh, the Cubs uh, won this one handily, I would say, 
Um, he scored six runs uh, between the second and third innings combined and ended up winning this game 6-1. to one. Um, They were actually behind a one nothing very briefly. Um, Connor Overton for the Reds ended up pitching, what, uh, six five and, and the th- five and two five and two-thirds, I think, yeah. Yeah, five and two, like, yeah. Um, so um, he went he went a long way in relief. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the Cubs won this one. They ended up sweeping the, the Reds, so they swept the Phillies and the Reds. Uh, yep. They did lose tonight to the Reds um, on the road, so the seven, there was a seven-game hitting streak that was snapped. Um, but anyway, we headed out to the bus um, for the last autograph uh, session of the season, sadly, um, and it uh, turned out to be pretty good um overall like the whole day so we get to um the bus we're we're right in front again like no other like um uh, competition really uh for a spot but uh there's one uh entity competing against us um <laughs> we we looked over on like the bar like on the the like kind of like fencing on the on the wall of the stadium and we looked over and there was this fucking like a like biblical uh, <laughs> sized mosquito thing. I'm not even sure if it was like a mosquito. It looked like something from like you would find in like the Everglades or like the swamp, like the bayou. Yeah. It was yes. It was this huge, gigantic fucking mosquito-looking thing with huge legs. I don't know what it was, but like it was gigantic. It was probably like the body of it was probably like two inches long, and the legs were probably like three inches long, like each. Um, it was. It, it was scary looking and it was, and it was perched right on the wall of the stadium where like any guy who would come over to sign for us would, would be right next to this thing and potentially get like fucking malaria injected right into their body from this fucking exotic mosquito. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, like keep Bryce Harper away from that one. Like we're lucky this is the reds. Um, but, uh, yeah. And the, the weird thing about it too, was that it never moved, uh, the whole time. It just, it just stayed there, which was, which was very odd. Um, yeah, I probably would have tried to squish it if I had like a shoe, but uh, yeah, you know, I also don't want it to fly in my face. So that yeah. was uh, that was weird. Um, I got, I did we, get a picture of that as well too. So uh, nice. Yeah, I'll put that on there. I'm I'm like googling giant mosquito and like even these like even what they have here on giant mosquitoes like Illinois like still don't see seem like as big as this thing was. Like it was it was huge. It was frightening and huge. Um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, I'm looking crane fly. Could it be a crane fly? I'm not sure, but, um, yeah, whatever. Um, it was, uh, disturbing. So, um, so yeah, uh, so we were out there that happened. Uh, players started rolling out and, um, this is the, is this the third time we've graphed Cincinnati this year? Yeah, man, I think so. Yeah. My whole, like goal for doing this game was to get Albert Almora on that one tops now card. And, uh, they released his ass like three weeks ago. So he's not even on the damn team anymore. So I was having a tough time, like even like intellectualizing, like graphing for this, this team at this point, but there were still some guys I wanted to get, um, that we both wanted to get. So we, 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 you know, we did it. Obviously we were going to do it. Um, but, uh, Hunter Strickland came out. He was a guy who we've kind of like missed each time. Like just, we didn't recognize him or it was too late or whatever. I had a card of his. He came out and uh, we. I think I yelled, hey, Hunter. And he kind of looked at us and like waved and then like got on the bus. Uh, we never asked for his autograph. We just like, I just said, hey, Hunter. And he kind of like looked up at us and waved. And then as he was going by, I'm like, 
oh man, he seemed like he maybe would have signed for us. Yeah, I mean, he's like a legendary asshole on the mound. But, yeah. uh, you know, he had a pleasant disposition when he was walking. And, yeah, there definitely was a moment where, like, it looked like he thought you were going to ask him for an auto. Uh, yeah. He didn't, and he just he went on the bus. Uh, so, yeah, I think he totally would have signed. Yeah, I didn't think uh, I didn't think he would. That's why I just yelled Hunter. And then, like, when I then there was, like, this moment where, like, yeah, I was just, like, slipping through uh, my fingers and, like, it could have got him. But uh, he went on the bus and, like, yeah, I mean, he choked out Bryce Harper. I mean, or actually, no, he 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 um he didn't. He hit that Bryce was Harper, right? he hit yeah. Bryce Harper. Yeah, the, there's too many to keep track of, but that was uh, Papelbon. <laughs> yeah, um, Papelbon's the one who choked Bryce Harper out. Yeah, but him and uh, Strickland and and uh, and Harper like got into like a a, a a brawl. So there was that. Um, um. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Nick Lodolo came out. Nick Lodolo was one that you probably really wanted. Uh, you know, first round pick. Uh, you know, kind of a high uh, uh, pedigree type of guy. Um, uh, seems like he's going to be good in the major leagues. He came yeah. out. Uh, Jeremy asked him for one, and man, he was a huge asshole. Uh, Lodolo was just a huge asshole. Yeah. He gave. So I'm like, hey Nick, you got time for one? And he did this thing where like. It's hard to explain, but it was almost like when you like, um, like it was, it was this like catatonic, like head shake, like, no, like it was either just like, he was just like completely zoned out or it kind of had like the, the vibe of like a, like a bully kid, like getting caught, like red handed at school. It's like, was it, were you doing this son? And like, he's like, no. Um, and he just like kind of shook his head, like really like faintly, but it was just like, no. Like, you know, like he, it was just a very faint, like head shake. No. And then got on the, uh, um, uh, get on the bus. In fact, I actually didn't say, do you have time for one? I think I said like, Hey Nick, could you sign this yep. or something like that? And he was just like, no. And it's like, it's like, Jesus. Okay. Like, um, and like, yeah, last time we saw him, he was with his girlfriend and like, which, you know, I don't think we even asked, but, uh, but yeah, just got on and, and nothing. Um, no. I have to assume that guy probably signed all the time. Like, you know, had to sign a lot in the minors. So I'm sure he's probably just done doing that. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. He was probably asked, uh, asked all the time. Um, uh, yeah, Chucky Robinson came out. He was a guy we missed last time. So, uh, I saw him. He was a guy I wanted on my scorecard. Um, so, uh, he doesn't have any cards. So I called him over. He was super nice. Um, he came, he signed, signed for us. Uh, he got our scorecards. And then I said to him, uh, uh, I said, Hey, Chucky, I like that you don't wear batting gloves because he doesn't, he's one of like a few players in the whole league who doesn't wear them. And uh, he liked that. He liked that comment. Like he, uh, after, after he signed for us, he looked me right in the eye and he smiled and like, you know, we thank, uh, uh, you know, we thanked him and then he went out his way. So, that's the type of guy like he's not hitting well and you know this may be the his last few days in the major leagues um i hope not because he's a nice guy it'd be cool if he was able to stick around with the team next year but he definitely seems like he appreciates being up here so yeah. uh so that was nice he was a nice guy yeah that's a guy who was around last time and like i would have you know definitely bet that he wouldn't be around this time uh but uh but it's still there and we got him so that was pretty cool um yeah. it was it was kind of a bummer that we missed him the, the last time but uh but yeah um, we got him. So, um, I think, um, I don't know if, um, I think maybe we got, uh, this, we got, um, uh, Stuart Fairchild next. We, we did. Yeah. Stuart Fairchild came out next. Um, that guy's got a big autograph. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said, I said to Jack, like he made a meal out of that signature, um, <laughs> because he, uh, he, he definitely covered a lot of ground on your scorecard and like on my card, he, um, 
he he took up most of the real estate as well. Um, uh, Stuart Fairchild is an interesting guy. He um, he was drafted by the Reds. Um, I don't know how he ended up on the Diamondbacks, but he started the year with the Diamondbacks, and he actually has a rookie card with the Diamondbacks. Um, and then he was like DFA'd by the Diamondbacks and picked up by the Mariners. I want to, or maybe the Giants. And then the Giants traded him. I think the, he was picked up by the Mariners. Then the Mariners traded him to the Giants. And then the Giants DFA'd him, and the Reds picked him back up again. So I think he's been on four, you know, he's been on four teams this season. Jesus. Um, I actually think we might have seen him with the D-backs maybe earlier in the year. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so he's a guy who, like, we saw and I, like, didn't know who he was. I had a card of him, and then afterwards I'm like, oh, that was Stuart Fairchild. And then this time, I think the last time I saw him, and I, he came out at the same time as someone else. And so then finally we saw him this time, and we called him over, and he signed. And uh, that was one that was just like, I don't know, I'm, I'm figuring out there's this new, like, kind of chase um, when it comes to baseball, when it comes to graphing, where it's like, oh, the guy who you recognize, when you can recognize the guy and you can get him to sign, it's it's kind of like a little mission accomplished sort of thing. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but but the real mission, I think, um, was the running uh, story of Lee Tunnel, um, yes. a bullpen coach for the, the Reds, who uh, snubbed us once, um, second time, um, exited out the side door, so we weren't able to get him that time. And this time he came out. We saw him coming, and we were like, "All right, this is you know, this is it. This is the last chance." Um, I have this like goofy card of him from 1986 on the Pirates, where he just looks so dorky. Um, and we even talked about this card in the first season of of the podcast. Yep. Um, you brought it up. You brought it to my attention, Jack. I didn't even know. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, but. Lee comes out, Tunnel comes out, and, like, I was just, like, he came over, and I'm, like, I kind of just, like, Lee, can you sign one? You got a time to sign one. And no, like, yeah, I, what, what you said, Jeremy, you was, like, Lee, how about it, huh? <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of, like, pleaded with the guy at this point. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, how about it, Lee? And then, like, he came over, and he signed, and he, again, he had, like, his, like, thing of food and, like, his, his Gatorade, his cup of Gatorade coffee or water or whatever it was. But he did kind of like, kind of like, shove it all into one arm, and then come out and and he signed for us, um, yeah. And and he signed this goofy '86 card of his. Uh, he signed your scorecard, um, and then you know we were like, "Thank you, Lee." And he goes, "You're welcome." Like just like really yeah. like quiet and soft spoken. Yeah, and, and he was he was very nice when he came over and signed too. Like even when you asked him for an autograph, he looked he looked over at you like nicely, like he didn't look annoyed. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know what was up that first time. Maybe like David Bell was like chewing out the entire team or something. But uh, yeah, he was uh, he was nice. He was so uh, you know he was uh, I, I don't know I don't know what was up, but he was cool this time. So uh, yeah, I Lee Tunnel <laughs> fan right here. Yeah, he was um, as as you would have expected him to be. I I would have guessed like you know guy who's been retired for a while, um, coach. I mean maybe he thought maybe he just straight up thought like I didn't really want his autograph or I didn't really know who he was or something. Um, right. But uh, the first time, but uh, I remember he I, he made a motion like saying like oh my hands are full or something. But I wonder if he recognized me even. Uh, or <laughs> and he was like, "Hey, this guy really wants my autograph. I better do it like this." Right. Time. Well, I think I think the last time we were like, "Come on, man! How many people are asking for this guy's autograph?" Oh, so yeah, hundred percent possible for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. So there was a, a kid um, 
uh, right right by me. So as 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 per usual, uh, Jeremy was on my left, and then like uh, he was like the leftmost person, and I was I was right next to him, uh, mo- mostly so he can he could hear me because I'm I, I can only hear out of my left ear. Um, anyway, this kid uh, this kid came up right next to me, and the kid had a Giants hat on. And I was actually going to make a joke to Jeremy and say, like, what, does this kid want Donovan Solano's autograph or something? Yeah. Uh, and it turned out, like, that, you know, uh, uh, you know, the truth is stranger than fiction here. Like, the kid actually did wear the Giants hat because he did want Donovan Solano. Um, yeah. He was asking – He, I was going to do the same thing, Jack. He was asking you, like, who came out yet? Who came out yet? And he was like, who'd you get so far? And, like, we were showing him, and I was like – and he was like, who, who hasn't come out yet? And I was going to be like, well uh, – Solano came out, you know, he, I think he'll like that giants hat. Um, and then he's like, and you said Solano, and he's like, that's who I want. And he's, and he said, that's why I wore the giants hat. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was funny. And yeah, Solano had, had yet to come out. So, uh, so that was cool. Uh, you know, the kid, the kid was being nice. He wasn't annoying. He certainly wasn't like the candy kids. Like, yeah, he was, uh, he was all right. He seemed to have no parents in sight. Like we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so anyway, the kid's asking me questions. Jeremy spots, Justin Steele walking down the street you must have been like had your eyes peeled for him man like because you he was wearing some pretty nondescript clothes like he just had like a black hoodie on you 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 made you made him from like a hundred yards away you're like oh that's steel i'm gonna go get him um eagle eye eagle eye dionisio um yeah 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 and you got him yeah so i did so like i so and jack did you hear me when did you hear me say that like when i when he was coming i'm like there's steel did you hear me say that oh yeah, yeah okay so um so so I I see Steele like I, and we I think we've said it before but he walks down um uh Sheffield right there like he must have an apartment over there Jack walked by him uh just the other day like uh you weren't even at the game you were just coming home from work right Yeah oh yeah yeah I I, I saw Steele on my way home from work he he had just gotten done with a road trip he had a suitcase with him That's right yeah yeah so um so so you know he walks down that that way we've seen him several times um, including the time he stopped to talk to CJ to Carl Edwards. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, um, he, uh, he was there and, um, he, uh, he was, um, walking down and I'm like, yep, there he is. Like, I, I think I'm going to go, go for it. And I have this, this split card of him and, uh, Wilson Contreras. So I, um, I like, uh, I got it. And like, and so Jack was like talking to the kid, the, the kid was like asking him stuff. Um, like, uh, you know, he was like, show, Jack was showing him his autographs and like, I could tell Jack was preoccupied with his kid, but I'm, I'm like, is Jack, does Jack want Steele's autograph? And like, I not, yeah. And the truth is not on a scorecard. Um, yeah. so I was like, I'll just, I'll let Jeremy, it was kind of like the Javier Assad thing where I was like, I'll, I'll let Jeremy go get this one. Maybe, maybe next year I'll get Steele. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like, it was, um, uh, it was one of those things where like, I, I, I was like, uh, Jack, uh, I'm going to go. All right. Okay. Here I go. I'm going. Yeah. And he was just talking to the kid. And I'm like, I, I just got to go. Cause he's gonna, he's going to pass by. And so he had to disappear behind the, um, the reds bus. And so I was kind of, I, and again, I didn't want to run up to him and like cause a whole scene. I, I guess I learned from the L lighter situation. Right. Um, but, uh, so he, he like, I was waiting for him to kind of emerge from the other side of the bus and he never, he kind of never did like, or he didn't like based on his normal pace. So I, I'm not sure if someone already stopped him while he was passing the bus and he signed for somebody, but he kept walking. He, he just kind of had his head down. was like kind of just like peacefully walking through. And I, I, I approached him. 
and I was probably like a good like I don't know ten feet away from him, and like I I made eye contact with him. He looked up. We, I made eye contact. I had my book and I had a sharpie in my hand, and I kind of just held the sharpie up, and I kind of like, you know, kind of like nodded my head, and he's like, yeah, sure, and so he's like, yeah, come, you know, come over, and so I came over, uh, asked him to sign this, and I'm like. Hey Justin, thanks a lot. And he's like, sorry, man. I'm like, I thank you for stopping. I appreciate it. And he's like, I, I said, I don't want to draw a whole attention to you, so thanks for stopping. And he's like, no, it's okay, man. And uh, he signed for me. Nice. And uh, I'm like, hey Justin, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. And he's like, hey, you're welcome. Like he was like the nicest guy, like genuinely nice. Like looked me in the eyes, like like looked like like a really nice guy. Now here's the thing. I think we I think we know the news of Justin Steele not being able to go to uh, Toronto, um, right? For for not being vaccinated, um, which you know I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of that uh, he is not vaccinated. Um, you know, uh, it would be nice to to think that he was maybe doing his part um, with all of this with all of the things going on. Um, and but I don't want to dislike the guy. Um, you know, there's there's some things like you know based on where he's from. Um, you know, I'm not sure if, you know, what kind of views he has, you know, a lot of times I think athletes are just athletes and they, all they know or, and care about is, is sports, but you know, I want to like a guy, you know, it's not, I don't want it to be a Hayden Wisniewski situation. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like he, he, he signed and he was like, he seems like a nice guy. Then the, the news of the Toronto thing came out and I was like, Oh boy. Um, and but but he signed and he seemed super nice so I'm like I'm super conflicted now about Justin Steele and I don't want to just like give him a pass because it's like because he signed for me it's like oh yeah he's okay he's a good guy you know like you know so it's it's I'm I'm definitely conflicted about Steele um uh and like I mean like I guess you know if your instincts say that he he seems like a a good guy you know I I guess you know and I had that exchange with him seems like a good guy so I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a it's a complicated situation, but uh, he was super cool um, signing for me. So um, and then like I did notice like when I was coming back that people were like looking over at me and there was one guy there was this like older like uh, Latino guy um, and he's like, who was that? Who was that? And like I'm like, that was Justin Steele. He's like, oh, or, or you know, he I don't know. He was weird. He, he didn't really react in a normal way and he was wearing a cubs jersey a cubs shirt um but uh, but yeah no one i don't think anyone else like and i don't think i blew his spot like you know he was able to c- continue walking home so uh, i'm glad that i didn't do that but i was trying to be very cool about it like um you know and not blow up his spot so uh it all it went all it all went pretty perfectly um so yeah i mean i had a cool experience with the guy so that's all i can say really Nice, yeah, and uh, you know, glad that you you got him before the season was over. With with him, it almost seems like low hanging fruit because like every every single time we see we see him walking down that street. So uh, you know, might as had definitely had to get him before he you know if he's on the team next year he might move. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like I I think after this year I think you can kind of pencil in that he's got like a long term spot with this team. So I could definitely see him buying a house in the off season or whatever. Um, so yeah, I don't know if we'll have that same opportunity next year. So I'm glad I got him. Of course, I got him on a card with Wilson Contreras. Um, so uh, you know that speaking of guys who might not be who, whose situation <laughs> might change for next year, um, I might only 
I might only have the locker clean-out day to get Wilson Contreras to complete that card, so you know, we, we shall see. Before I forget, uh, I had want, one other thing I wanted to say about the VR bike guy from the last uh, part one oh, of this sure. is, you know, you guys were talking, he, he brought up the locker clean-out. He's like, you know, he's like, yeah, you guys going to the locker clean-out? And then, uh, you know, you said, yeah, and then a few minutes later, you're like, you say to him, you go, yeah, that locker clean out last year was good. And, and VR bike guy, he goes, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was God. That was funny, man. He was just like, he was so in agreement with you that that locker clean out was good. That was, uh, yeah. He's that was like, funny. they're there. They're there two days, man, Thursday and Friday. <laughs> and like, I didn't, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that they, he's like, they can come at any time. It's like, so you get, you, you spend, spend the whole day out there. Um, oh so, god yeah what does this guy have... do like what does he what does he freaking like do for a living it's just i don't know it's weird yeah um uh okay yeah so uh with the kid like when the kid first came over there was this like woman standing literally right behind him um you know and, and she was a uh an attractive looking lady and she was just standing right behind the kid um and so like the kid was he was a nice kid but the reason i was being so nice to the kid was because i thought like he was with this like hot mom who was right behind him. Um, but anyway, so like, uh, it turned out she was with some dude, like I didn't see behind me. And so after like 25 minutes of being there, 20 minutes of being there, she, she asked me, she goes, is this where Christopher Morell comes out? And I was like, I was like, no, this is the, this is the Reds bus. The Cubs are over there. And it's, you know, and then, so then they, they left shortly after that. And it's like, but before they left, um, they both started laughing. They're like, Oh yeah. I I thought, you know, I was going to ask earlier. Um, but they, they both laughed like, Oh, we've been standing here this whole time. Yeah. It's It's like you guys were standing here for 20 fucking minutes and you had no idea that this wasn't the Cubs bus. And also why would the Cubs take a bus bus? Never mind. But yeah, right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was one of those, uh, the whole things. But But anyway, so yeah, this, this kid was, was there and. His so, parents didn't seem to be anywhere in sight. Uh, real quick, real quick about that woman. Like that, that woman, like um, she, I was, so I was explaining this whole sequence to, to my wife when I got home and that woman was like, I called her like the mysterious woman because she was, she had these like tinted sunglasses on yeah. that were like, they were like, they were like a gradual tint. It's like they were dark on top and then they kind of tinted lighter at the bottom. But like. Yeah, she looked very mysterious, like she was in like witness protection or something. Um, and she was, yeah, she was standing right by this kid. I thought that she was with the kid too. The guy yeah. who asked me who like Steel was, I thought maybe that guy was with the kid somehow in some weird way. Um, <laughs> but like it was like the kid was like a, a white kid, um, and like it was unclear what the woman was because she was like she had these like sunglasses on. Uh, yeah, the dad, it, it, the, yeah, I don't know. It was it was almost like her sunglasses were so big. It was almost like another version of the the Let's Go Brandon flag guy on rollerblades. Like that, you know, that guy had like a bandana that was literally like covering his bottom eyelids, and then like you know a hat on, so like you yeah. couldn't see any of his face. This this woman's her gla- sunglasses were similar, where it's like her glasses were just so big you couldn't tell what was going on. Yeah, for sure, it was it was very odd. And then when it was dis- when it was. Um discover that they were not she was not with that kid it was just a mind blower because it's like what why would she yeah like- no and it was it, one of those things too where like you know most people have a, a general idea of like personal space but like yeah. she didn't seem to have that idea so she was standing like well within this kid's personal space um mm-hmm. to the point where it's like oh well obviously she's his mom because like she's standing that close to him 
But right. um, but no, that was not the case. So I think and, I think that this kid's actual parents were they were behind us about like probably a good ten yards, just kind of standing behind behind us, watch like watching the kid and letting him just kind of do his thing. Um, yeah. It seemed like the what what we finally determined was that like the mom was uh, the mom was there, but then like the guy well, with her was a boyfriend. Or do you think it yeah. was the other way around? Well, let's let yeah. Hold on. I just want to I just want to preface all this by saying like I can't stress enough how much this kid was like talking to us and like yes, like we it's it's almost like we took this kid out to the bus and we're like. Like, hey, hey, Billy, like, let's go get autographs. Like, so this guy comes out and you do this. The kid asked you, like, he looked at your scorecard and was like, um, he's like, what's inside of there? And, and Jack's like, well, this is a scorecard. <laughs> it's actually a funny moment uh, to see Jack talk to this kid. He's like, well, this is a scorecard. You keep scoring it. And, uh, you know, I like to keep it for uh, for later to, so I know what happened in the game. You should try it sometime. <laughs> like Jack was like indoctrinating this kid into like baseball, like crustiness. Like, yeah, you keep score, you get autographs. Like that's what you do, kid. Like, um, yeah, he, no, and like, it was funny the way the kid reacted too. He just kind of like he pursed his lips and he went. He he was like, hmm, you know. So it was like <laughs> yeah. it'd be funny if he, if he took that in and then like you know he started keeping score the rest of his life. It'd be funny. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's like that man showed me how to keep score. Like, or like yeah, like where'd you learn how to do this, Billy? And it's like. That man showed me at the Cubs game. And, like, yeah, so he was, like, talking to us about players. Like, he was, like, asking who he got. He wanted to see my cards. Like, I was showing, I was flipping, showing him my cards. Um, yeah. And then, like, yeah, so we were, like, yeah, so we were, like, um, we were, like, accompanying this kid. Um, and then he said, he he's, like, we wanted Solano. And so, like, um, someone else, oh, Fraley, Jake Fraley came out right before Solano, I think. And so we were, like, yes. all right, we had to make the, the graffers' uh, choice. Um, mm-hmm. between uh, Fraley or Solano, and and we were like, well, Fraley's probably not going to sign, man. Let's just go for Solano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so Fraley walks by, then Donovan Solano comes out, and you know this kid wants Solano, right? So I just straight up was like, hey Solano, I'm like, hey Donovan, one for the kid, and I pointed yeah. to the kid. Yeah. I, no, I was going to say, Jeremy, like you definitely used this kid to like try to get Solano. <laughs> it was well, funny because you, you pointed, you know, uh, I was separating the two of you and you pointed like across me, like a big body gesture. Like uh-huh. you're like, hey, Donovan, would you sign one for the kid? Um, yeah. And then Solano, he came up and Solano's a guy we've, we've asked twice and he hasn't si- he hasn't even come close to signing, but he uh-huh. signed. He signed for the kid and then he signed for, for us, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you may not believe it, Jack, but I, I honestly was just like trying to get one for the kid because I, sure. you know, again, like Solano, like it would be, it's obviously I'll take any autograph I can get, but Solano, I, you know, I was, I honestly, I was, I was shit talking Solano earlier in the game. I think I said like, <laughs> you know, what kind of like first baseman is this? Um, or at least I was thinking that in my head, but, um, you know, but uh, the funny thing about it was like, so I was like, I'm like, this kid wants Solano, like of all these players, like this guy should fucking stop and sign for this kid. So I was like, yes. yeah, Solano one for the kid. Um, he came over and he signed. And then the funny part about it was like, after he signs for the kid, then me and Jack stick out like our cards and scorecard. <laughs> and we're like us too, you know? And then, so then he signs for us, which is funny. Um, so like, yeah, we definitely rode the coat. We definitely wrote the coattails of that, but I was, no, I was, I, yeah, I'll go ahead. I was going to say the saddest part of the whole thing was after, after Solano signed and went on the bus, the, the kid, uh, he asked me, he's like, He's like, I wonder why the Giants didn't want him anymore. And I, I didn't <laughs> oh, yeah. want to be like, 
Ah, uh, it's because he sucks, kid. <laughs> he said that about someone else too. Um, was it Freddie Benavides? We got we got Freddie Benavides's autograph, uh-huh. and uh, you know, old old player coach uh, for the um, uh, for the Reds now former player. Um, and I think the kid said like, was he any good? And we were like, uh, he yeah. was okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We kind of just didn't didn't answer him. Very non-committal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but okay. So then, like, so then the kid gets Solano's autograph, right? Then he runs back, and like, yeah, we finally see his fucking parents, and it's like this, it's like a a pretty young woman, and like a I think an even younger guy. And so at first I thought that the guy was maybe the dad, and, and he was with this chick, but I'm pretty sure the mom because he ran over to the mom, and he was like kind of like like leaning up against the mom or something. So. I'm pretty sure that that was the mom, which makes more sense. And she was on a date. The vibe was she was on a date with this guy, maybe. She's a single mom, whatever. And the guy was, like, trying to be, like, super cool guy. He's like, yeah, man, just do your thing, man. Like, you got Solano? Oh, cool, man. Very cool. He's like, well, yeah, man, just we're, you know, it's all you, man. Just do your thing. We're, we'll be right here, you know. And then the kid goes, runs back over by the by the bus. Um, and then this guy goes back to like Mac on this, 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 this single mom. Um, but like they couldn't have been any less involved with the kid at all. And, and so then like, so then like I said to Jack, I'm like, what the hell? Why, why are we, why did we end up becoming this kid's surrogate fathers? And, uh, and then like when the kid was like, like leaving, he like went back to leave with the parents. I said like to Jack, I'm like, Hey, the kid comes with us. Like, I'm like, (laughs) like, we're, we've been taking care of him. Like, he's our kid now. Like, and we were going to, like, rightfully claim that kid as our own, which would be funny to, to have us raise him as our, as our own kid. Um, yeah, and, and, but, and get a, get, help us get autographs like we'll, we'll see in a second. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, exactly. So um, so they, they ended up leaving, but it was just like, what the hell? We were like surrogate fathers to that kid. We helped him get the – I was like – I said to Jack, I'm like, I, I got him the Solano autograph. You, you're telling him all about all your cards. Um, are all your signatures? It's like we we took care of that kid. Like he should, yep. he, like he belongs to us now. Um, yeah, man. So uh, so yeah, so that was pretty funny. Um, we got Spencer Steer also. Um, yep. I remember the kid said like, "Oh wow, he's got a nice signature." I'm like, "Yeah, he does. Pretty cool." Um, so we did pretty good for the Reds as well. Um, you know, or just we did pretty good for the Reds overall, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a good way to end things. But of course, before we did that. Had to go over to the Cubs uh, parking lot. Yes. Um, and so there we ran into, uh, we've, we've seen this kid before, but uh, this kid Josh and his dad. Yeah. Um, uh, the dad, you know, apparently they're out there basically every game. We've been out there maybe three times. We've seen them twice. So, uh, you know, they're out there a lot. Um, the dad complimented your book. Uh, soon enough, say a Suzuki had driven out and he just passed. He just passed everyone. He didn't sign. And so he, the dad made the, dad the, made the well yeah. the the uh, the kid Josh runs over to the uh, to the car, and like he's like Josh, don't not in front of the car, stay away from the car, Josh, and um, he like kind of backs up, and then yeah, the car drives away with Toy driving, the interpreter driving, and Suzuki's like reclined in the in the passenger seat, like oh like uh like you know, tough day at the office, <laughs> and like and like um. Yep. Toy has to like drive him everywhere, uh, which is kind of funny. Um, but the kid, the he, the guy, they drive by, don't stop uh, to sign, and then the dad yells like from like half like you know again like ten yards away or whatever. He's like, 
I told you you should have made a sign in Japanese. <laughs> and like, yeah, of course, it's like, you know, why didn't you make, you know, when you were getting ready for school and, and uh, you know, cleaning up your room, why didn't you also make a sign in Japanese that said Suzuki, sign my card? Yeah. Um, it, it was it was pretty funny. And that actually, that would be a funny sign to make, too. And it might it might actually get him to stop. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like um, it. Uh, yeah, but just like so like a nonchalantly suggesting that to like a fucking like 10 year old kid or whatever, how old ever old he was. Yeah. Um, nine or 10 years old. And uh, the kid was like, but I, I, he's like, I told you I couldn't. I had homework and like I had, <laughs> I, you know, and I was in school all day. And then he was like, well, you should have made it while you were in school. And then I, I chimed in. I'm like, yeah, man, what about art class? You know? And, uh, <laughs> so I was just jumping on. Um, so so that happened. Um, they also said that they got uh, Hayden Wisniewski. Um, yep. And uh, the dad. And so we, you know our thoughts about Hayden Wisniewski and, um, you know, how big of a head that he has. Um so the dad said, like, yeah, yeah, that he was Nesky signed for him. And um, uh, I think Josh asked him what his name was or how you spell his name. And he's like, or what's your first name? And he's like, Hayden. Hayden was Nesky. And he's like, remember my name. And then he, like, drove off. And we were like, are you serious? That's what he said? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's what he said. And uh, it was just like, oh, my God. Like, this guy is just writing his own, like, folk tale. Like, yes. He's the biggest headed guy who's been in the league for like less than a month, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it terrific. Totally fits the narrative. Um, yes. And also, again, this is like a scoop, you know, like no one yeah. else. No one else knows about this, you know. Uh, but here you have it. Like he, he said that to a kid after he signed an autograph. Yeah. It, like he's Walter White or something. Like, remember my name. <laughs> yeah. Heisenberg. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so say my name. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, like, it's just like, wow, like, you know, this kid is like, this guy is fitting completely into the narrative, like Jack said. So pretty oh, yeah. amazing there. Um, we did, um, I did, Josh did say at one point, he's, I think he said like, yeah, I need steel. I've never, I haven't gotten steel yet. And so I was like, yeah, well I got him like today. And like, and he's like, where, where would you get him? And I'm like, uh, he was walking down, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sheffield right outside the ballpark. And he's like, what? No way. And like, he was like freaking out about it. And like, I was, yes. and he was like, where, where is that? And I'm like, it's over by, and I was trying to explain to him. It's like, it's down by right field. It's a street. And like, you know, it's, you'll see a bus over there and whatever. And he's like, he's like, he was trying to like, like take in my my directions basically but it's like a fucking 10 year old kid you know it is like he, he wasn't he kind of wasn't understanding the directions but he also didn't seem like he was sure if he should run over there right now to see if he could still get <laughs> justin Steele's autograph but uh he had like legit panic in his eyes when you told them when you told him that <laughs> like he couldn't he couldn't believe that like somebody had seen Justin Steele and he wasn't at this parking lot. Like there's somewhere else that the players go besides this parking lot. It was like too much for him to be able to handle. Um, (laughs) I think, I think the big takeaway here is that this dad has like, uh, this kid has a very unhealthy obsession with this because of like the fact that his dad has like enabled it and probably in a lot of cases encouraged it. And like the, the kid has like an addiction now that yes. is no that is no fault of his own. No, and it's also un- unquenchable too. Because yes. like he's got he has like 
hundreds. He's got like dozens and dozens and dozens of signatures. Um, like, but he's still like they go out there all the time and he's trying to get all these guys and he has a list of guys who he hasn't gotten. And I'm like, he got, so Nico Horner stopped and signed and like, I'm sure he's got Nico Horner like a million times. Like we could have got Nico Horner again, but we were like, no, we got him. Like we're good, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I don't know, like we'll hear a little bit more about what their story might be. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So the next thing that happened, um, this big truck, like this big SUV, comes into the Cubs parking lot, the into the back area, the exit way, like the wrong way. He, he just like turns into the parking lot, and we we're all like, what? Okay, what the hell is this? And it looked like a car that could have been a player's. Yeah. Um, it was like that kind of big, obnoxious fucking truck. And... Um, yeah, normally it's normally cars don't go in going the wrong way. So he pulls in, and um, the security guard goes up to him, and like, and he's as he's coming up to the car, the guy goes like, "I'm lost." He's like, "I'm lost." It's like a young guy in like his twenties, um, uh, late twenties, early thirties, maybe something like that. Um, yeah, he's, he's he, like, but he sounded like Craig T. Nelson, you know? Did he? He, well, he had like a real deep voice. He was like, "So I got an Airbnb." Um, right. So yeah. yeah, so he's like he so yeah, so he's like I'm lost, and the guy comes starts walking up to him, and he's like, I got this Airbnb at uh, seven twenty nine West whatever, and he's like, oh, he's like, and I'm like, why are you telling this guy? This is guys, I'm like, it was it was crazy because I'm like, why are you telling this guy? Like he doesn't give a shit, and it's like also you just pulled into the Cubs parking lot of all the <laughs> places in the world. You could could get lost and pull into. You pulled into the parking lot of a major league baseball stadium of players who are like on this, you know, on a huge team, and like a bunch of people are here trying to get their autographs, and you just accidentally pull into this lot. Like you could have like hit, you know, you could have like did a head to head collision with with Nico Horner's uh, BMW or whatever. Um, so he pulls into this lot. And the guy, like, I, I don't really know what happened because I think we started maybe talking to Josh's dad or something. But um, I don't know exactly how it resolved itself. But he, he told him, like, kind of where to go. And he, he kind of got out of there. Um, and then um, I'll just say, like, probably about 10, 15 minutes later, the car, this car comes, like, towards us out of the alley, like, the correct way, like, like going north. And we're like, oh, who's this? What, which is this a player? And it turned out to be the fucking Airbnb guy again. And he goes, he pulls up again, and he's again. This is like 10, 15 minutes later, and he's like, yeah, that was the wrong, that that was the wrong way. He said to the parking lot guy, and then he kept driving, and I go like, hey man, good luck finding the Airbnb, and yeah. like he just like drove off. But it's like, what a goofball! Like, does he even realize what kind of situation he inserted himself into? I don't know. Crazy. No, um, yeah, like like you said, there's not not too many places in the city of Chicago that that you would be uh, less likely to get to get lost in than um than the Cubs parking lot. So that was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. We uh Millie Millie was back. Um, so we saw the return of Millie. If if you folks listened to a couple of uh, episodes ago, um, you the would uh, remember episode. that Nico Horner gave an autograph to a dog named Millie. He autographed her leash. Uh, so. Uh, Millie was being walked again, uh, presumably by this woman's grandson or her son this time. Uh, the woman had alluded to having a, a grandson, and uh, there was a younger guy oh, walking Millie. Yeah, That's so true, yeah. Must right. have been him. And also, yeah. Millie had a different leash. Yeah, Millie had a new leash. So, um, so yeah, like, it, this dog came come, comes by, and, like, we're like, is that Millie? 
And like it, it definitely was. It was like a long haired golden retriever. Yep. And but like a younger guy was was walking her and like um and then like we looked and that leash was like brand new. So she, the lady went out and bought a new leash. Um, you know, and I could pr- only presume that uh the Nico Horner leash is like, you know, pinned up on the wall of Millie's doghouse or something. You know? <laughs> um but yeah, and then I started singing like uh, you know, Millie's got a brand new leash. <laughs> the, the James Brown song. Ain't no it's whatever. Um uh Millie's got a brand new leash. Uh so that was that was just a funny moment. Uh the fact that we saw the return of Millie. I I never thought we would see Millie again. But no. um but yeah, like you know, uh the the Phillies episode began with seeing McKnight again yep. and then this one uh this one wasn't quite over yet, but like, you know, we kind of ended with with the return of Millie. Yeah, and what's Which, funny is that Millie was still out there. Like Millie was still in the park across the street when Nico Horner came out. So, um, oh you know, yeah, Nico Horner saw that dog. Here's the thing, though. So Nico <laughs> Horner drives up. There's a couple other Cubs fans there trying to get his autograph. Like you said, Jeremy, we kind of backed off because we'd already gotten him. But right as Nico Horner stopped and was like signing, this old guy on a bicycle was like uh, again riding into the Cubs parking lot for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and like he just he it's one of those instances just like with Millie where he saw that someone was giving autographs so he wanted to stop and get an autograph. Yes. Um yeah. And this guy was like this guy was not this guy was rough looking. Like he Yeah, so Jeremy I I don't know if you remember the line from Rocky where uh, Rocky's talking to Adrian, and he's like, he's like, hey, Adrian, like, wh- why do you want to hang around me? I'm a bum. And Adrian's like, oh, you're not, you're not a bum, Rocky. And he goes, well, I mean, I'm, I'm at least half a bum. So like this, <laughs> this guy was at least half a bum. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he had like these, these shabby, like dirty clothes. He looked, he looked squirrely. He looked a little crazy. Um, yeah. like really skinny. And and he was like. <laughs> And so, like, I don't know if you heard him, Jack, but so he pulled up on the bike. He sees Nico Horner signing, and fucking poor Nico Horner. Like, he keeps catching the he catches Millie one for Millie, one for Millie, and then he catches this fucking guy. So, and it's just it's hard to explain what this guy looked like. He was like he kind of looked like Dermot uh, uh, Mulroney from uh, Career Opportunities, but like, ha- but half a bum and like four thirty five years older. Um, mm-hmm. like it was, it, and he was just rough looking and he was on a bicycle and, um, he had, he had like a bag uh, with the Puerto Rican flag on it. So he, he stops and he sees people getting autographs and like, he goes, I hear him go like, well, I'll be darned. <laughs> like, and like, like, like saying like, Oh, you know, I could get the Cubs autographs like right here. And then he's like, I want one. And he pulls over, he gets off his bike and he gets into, he goes in this bag and like, yeah, it says Puerto Rico and it's a Puerto Rican flag. And he's, he's shuffling through his bag. Now we see this happening and I'm like, just thinking like, we got to run interference here because this is bad. Like we cannot have this guy approach Nico Horner's car. And just like, just for no reason, just as like being like a good citizen. So I said to Jack, I'm like, we, we need to kind of like block this guy out. So we kind of stepped over and stepped in between. Like, I mean, there was a bunch of people between this guy and Nico Horner's car, but we kind of stepped in there and this goofball was like rifling through his bag, trying to find something. And Nico Horner again was just finishing up like the last signature. And he was just pulling out just as this guy was like finding some fucking like 
dirty napkin or whatever fucking god awful <laughs> thing he pulled out and he like just pulled something out and then Nico Horner pulls away and then Josh the kid goes like oh Nico wait wait and Nico Horner stops and then Josh goes I think there's one more person who wanted an autograph and then like we all go like me and Jack and like whoever else like I think maybe his dad saw it I, the other people saw that this guy was trying to get an autograph and we all go like, no, 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 no. Yep. And, and Josh goes like, Oh, and then Nico Horner just drives off. And then the guy goes like, Oh, what? He doesn't sign for the Puerto Rican. <laughs> and, <then> like, <laughs> and we were just like, and we were just like, Oh God, like, Oh, that's crazy. And, um, and yeah, and so like, you know, then that guy was like, oh, well, I guess no signature. And then he like gets on his bike and he rides off. And then again, it looks like he was going to ride right into the Cubs parking lot. And there's a there's a guy right by the fence, like a little ways down. And he kind of got up and like, I think was ready to tell the guy like, hey, hey, get the get the hell out of here. But he ended up going down the alley and kind of disappearing. Um, but then I like I walked back to like kind of our spot and I walked by Josh's dad and I said to Josh's dad, I'm like, Oh man, he's got a good heart. And I meant Nico Horner. I yeah. meant that Nico Horner has got like a good heart for stopping and signing for these nut cases. And then um uh Josh's dad goes like, Oh yeah, he does, he does. He just loves getting the autographs and he just loves like, you know, going up to the players. And I'm like, I'm not talking about Josh. Like I'm talking <laughs> about Nico Horner. But he thought I was saying that Josh had a good heart, which is just like, okay, whatever. Um, oh, man. I'd forgotten that Josh tried to get that guy the autograph. Oh, oh my man. God. It was, hor- that was it a was, terrible moment, dude. It was. It was horrible. And we were just like, no, no, like, go, Nico, go. Like, yeah. like we, he had to get out of there. And, like, yeah, but, like, it was so funny. He's like, Nico, wait. <laughs> Nico, like, you see the brake lights come on Nico Horner's car. And then we're like, no, no, just go, just go. It was just, it was chaotic. Um, so, okay. So real quick to, just to, just to wrap, bring, bring this all to a close. Um, Jan Gomes comes up and this is maybe again, like one of the best interactions we had with the player all year. I think just one of the most meaningful ones I would say. So Jan Gomes comes up and actually does sign for people. We've seen him drive by a couple of times and not stop and sign this time. He actually stopped and signed. And I had a Nico or I had a Jan Gomes card, like a Cubs card. So I was super stoked to get him. Uh, to sign this um, and we get up there and we you know he signs for all of us we go up to the window of his car and we and he signs for us um, and uh, go ahead Jack oh yeah so um, so so Hayden Wisniewski had thrown a, a, an immaculate inning uh, like a week ago um, two weeks ago and uh, uh, Jan Gomes was the catcher and uh, uh, after the inning Wesneski went up to Gomes this was reported in the athletic Wesneski went up to Gomes and said, hey, he ever caught one of those before? And Gomes said, yeah, I've caught four or five, um, which is awesome. Like, he did yeah. not he did not give Wesneski any love there. Um, and then uh, so, so I, I said to Gomes as he was signing our autographs, I said, hey, I love that you didn't get Wes, give Wesneski any love after that immaculate inning. Um, and then he kind of la- laughed at it. He laughed and, like, nodded. And then Jeremy's like, yeah, you got to keep him humble. Um, yeah, right as, like, his window was rolling up, I'm like, yeah, you got to keep him humble. And he like kind of like smiled and like like nodded and then drove off. But yeah. like honestly, like I think it's one of those things like so like so Wisniewski said that like and then uh Gomes said that and then like Wisniewski was then Gomes said like he's like, "Yeah, Wisniewski said like, "Oh man, come on, couldn't you just give me that?" And yeah. then he's like, "Yeah, I guess I should have I should I should have gave him a little more love for that uh to the media." That's what he that was Gomes's quote. 
Um, but like, but yeah, no, I mean, it's like, I, th- I think if you read between the lines and you, you follow our narrative of West Nesky, I think Gomes was kind of trying to keep him humble a little bit, like legit. And like, you know, I'm glad that we said that to affirm what I think he was trying to do, which is like kind of keep the fucking kid humble because he's got a bigger head on his shoulders than fucking, you know, Garrett Cole or like Randy Johnson or something. So like, um, yeah. And he, he barely has any dirt in his spikes. So like, yeah, I think like, I think I, I, I mean, I've, I've said some horrible things about Gomes, but I'm, this is, this is why you have a guy like that is to kind of keep the kid's head, um, you know, from getting too big. So I, I think it was pretty cool and I'm glad we got to say it to him in person. Um, in like, uh, kind of like a confidential sort of way a little bit, although we are yeah. saying it on this podcast, but yeah, but, uh, but yeah, that was cool. And it kind of lets him know like, oh yeah, you know, some, someone found out about that. They read it and, uh, you know, they liked it too. So maybe I was justified in saying it. Um, yeah. he's, uh, he's going to be on the team next year too. He's got a, he's got a two year deal with the Cubs. So he will, he'll be around next year, which is kind of fun. That, that's, that's nice. You know, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Theoretically. Uh, I think, yeah, they'll, you know. It's the oh, way. They, you know, and they could always they could always cut him, I, you know. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know, he, he he is signed for next year. Yeah, yeah. So he should theoretically be around. But um, but yeah. So afterwards, um, we we kind of left, and we were talking to Josh's dad. Josh was asking us. He's like, "So who was that?" And we we're like, "Jan Gomes." And he's like, "And we had to like spell it for him, like Y A N." And then he's like, yeah. "Yeah." And then like, and then he's like, starts typing it into his phone. And then he like he's like he's like Jan, and then Gomes, and then like he showed like he showed it to Jack, and then uh, Jack and like and he's like no 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 it's G O M E S, and we looked and he was starting to type G N O M E like Jan yeah. Gnomes. Jan Gnomes, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was kind of funny. Dad, for as much as they've spent time they spent out there, the dad dad had no idea what was going on. So that was no. absurd. Um, I also caught the dad walking by his phone and voice searching Timothy Chalamet. Um, and uh, Jack didn't know who Timothy Chalamet was. And I was like, he just pulled like a Jan Gomes to uh, to Josh's dad. I, um, I miss this guy's whole career, man. I've never seen uh, I've never seen Call Me By Your Name. I've never seen Dune. Like just like this yeah. guy, just like uh, it was just like a blind spot. I've never, never heard of him. It's funny. He's probably the biggest teen heartthrob for like you know uh, young girls. Um, so it's funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's great. I mean, um, I never saw Call Me by Your Name, but he's in he's in um, he's in uh, I think he's in uh, June Bug. No, what's it called? Uh, Ladybird. Um, I think oh, he's oh, in. Oh yeah, I've I've seen Ladybird. Okay. I think he's in Ladybird. He's in the new Wes Anderson movie, The French Dispatch. So. He's he's like he's like the it boy of Hollywood right now. Um, so I I, I envy you, Jack, for completely missing out on the whole Timothy Chalamet <laughs> um, experience. But uh, but yeah. Um, so then, just again, to try, really try to bring it home here. Um, yeah. The the security guard guy was like uh, talking to all of us, and um, this security guard again, it makes no sense that the security guard guy would be nice to us, uh, uh, engage us, talk to us. But he was saying that like us, he's like. He said to me, he's like, all right, seriously, I got to ask you a question. What do you do with all these autographs? Do you sell them? Do you just keep them? And I'm like, I, and he's like, we keep them. We keep them. And um, <coughs> he's like, oh, okay, okay. 
Like you keep them. And I'm, and then, you know, and just to, just to, 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 to hobnob with the, uh, with the, with the guys, the security guards like they're like, you know, you, you want to be nice to these guys, but like, I don't want to go like, you know, too deep with these guys. So you should just try to keep it on a, on a surface level. So I'm not big into like, you know, my wife's going to kill me, uh, comedy, but I go like, um, I said to him, I'm like, yeah, I just keep them. I keep them. He's like, my wife probably wishes I didn't, you know, taking up all the space in the house. And he's like, yep. and he starts, and he laughs at that. Like that's something he like oh. relates to and he gets. Yeah. He, he loved that, man. That, that was like, you're in with him. This, this guy kind of looked like a bullfrog a little bit. Um, and so, so after you said that, Jeremy, he laughed and he was like, if the wife ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Um, he just, he elongated that, that nobody. So he loved that. And then, so, so then, then he, he this was kind of his time to like hold court for whatever yeah. reason, he just decided to start holding court. And he's like, well, I saw Josh and his dad here yesterday. Oh, Josh is here 30 to 40 times a year. And let me tell you, uh, those autographs are not for Josh. Those autographs are for Josh's dad, who turns around and sells them on the internet. Like, I, like, I, I don't know when this guy, all of a sudden this guy was like an expert in standard American speech, like that you learn in, in, in broadcast school. It was very, yeah. very weird. But that was what he said. And I, I wonder if that's true, Jeremy. I don't know. Well, right. Because like we, we've kind of then talked about it. And it's like. If this guy is selling these autographs, you would think he doesn't know who Jan Gomes is. Like he does, he's completely clueless. So if he's doing yes. it, he's doing a bad job at selling them because he doesn't even know who these fucking guys are. He probably doesn't know who to charge more for or who to charge less for, or like, like I think he just gets balls with just like twenty signatures on it. And he just sells it. And he probably sells it like Cubs autograph baseball, you know, team like assorted signatures. Like I, the guy. When you sell stuff, you have to know a little bit of what about what you're selling, or else you're gonna do a bad job at it, or you will mislabel things. So like, yep. For as much as like, I I totally understand like what it is, and like I don't know this guy's his his like um his like angle was that he was he he I think he believes everyone sells it, so that's why he was asking us. He's like, yep. what do you really do with these things? And like when we say keep them, like that doesn't fit his narrative. So like I no. think. You know, so I think like yeah, he must just be trying to like make it seem like Josh and his dad selling, but like yeah, it's just like he's like I swear that kid's an autograph hound. They're out here thirty to forty times a game. It's like, and then he's like yeah, but uh, what I, it's like what what they don't tell you is it was like it was like that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> like you want to know the real truth about Josh and his dad? Like he was like a he was like a human clickbait article. It's yes. Like, Do you want to know the real reason why Josh and his dad get all those autographs? And then you click it, and then it's like ten clicks later. You're like, they sell them on the internet. So it was just, it was just odd. And he was just standing there, like all like puffed out chest, like leaning back, like he was like Mark Twain, like telling like a story. Like it was very funny, and just holding court for like me, Jack, and like three like nerdy people who were like getting autographs along with us. Yeah, three That's like that. nerd, three nerdy twenty year olds. That was yeah, it. yeah, very funny. Um. And last couple of things, uh, some some Expos fans yelled across the parking lot to Jack, and it wasn't the first time someone yelled. The uh, the door guy, the uh, ticket taker guy, also said to Jack, "Hey, I like your hat," but Jack didn't Jack didn't hear him, unfortunately. No. So he kind of he, 
Yeah, he kind of big timed him. Uh, he he said thank you. Like you did say thank you, but it was like you were just saying thank you for scanning my ticket or whatever. Right. So it you know the guy might have thought that it was cool, but you didn't give him much on that thing. It was a very like kind of dry thank you. But uh-huh. um, the Expos fans were like across the parking lot <laughs> through the fence, and they're like, "Hey, hey, man!" And like you didn't hear him at first, and I didn't hear him at first either. And I'm like, I think someone got my attention, and then I got your attention, and then he's like, "Hey, man, Expos, Expos," and the friend of the guy is like, I can't believe he's got the same hat as you. <laughs> and, uh, and like, yeah. And you're like, yeah, man, expos, you know? And, uh, I was just saying like, I said to Jack, I'm like, this is starting to become a problem. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I think I tipped my hat at the guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was funny. I'm, I'm thinking about retiring that hat or getting a new one. Cause it's, uh, it's got like Sharpie on, on the white part or something. It's hard to keep a white hat clean. A little um, like dirt mark or something. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like, so like, you know, when people are like yelling like half a block away about, about the hat, it's like, all right, man, let's, you got to rein things in, man. Like this is, <laughs> this is kind of crazy. Um, I mean, I got, I, I haven't, I don't think I wore my Expos hat all year, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a fails. It's like never fails like to have someone uh, remark on it. So no, for sure. Um, um yeah. F- finally, uh, last, last thing for this big two part episode, uh, we noticed that the security, the security guard who was talking about Josh he he was wearing a piece on his hip, and yeah. so we just we began speculating like, you know, what what would cause that guy to have to use that piece? Um, right. I yeah, think, I think Jeremy, the example you gave, you're like, yeah, what if if I tried to like get into Nico's uh, Nico Horner's car, would the guy smoke me or like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just gun me down. Like, yeah. What is is it like? Use lethal force is like the 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 police expression, right? Yeah. It's like what yeah, what would what is his protocol for for uh invoking like or engaging lethal force like with this gun? Like yeah, like if I was like yeah, Nico Horner locks his doors and I grab his door handle and start tugging on it, does the guy just smoke me like just fucking fucking put me down with the gun? Um like it was just uh, a weird um scenario. Like I don't know what like when he he's authorized to fucking blow someone away with that gun. So um yeah, I don't know. We you know, last year we, we saw that one security guard who was carrying a gun as well. So like it's the same company, like they wear these yellow polo shirts. So they're somehow authorized to to have guns around the Cubs parking lot or the players, I guess. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, um, we don't have to hear about some poor bastard getting shot. Um, but if, if anybody, it would have been that guy who tried to get Nico Horner's autograph today. Right. Uh, right oh, yeah. Or, or somehow it would be VR bike guy, you know, yeah, yeah, um, right, there's just, right. there's, there's nothing they can do, you know? Yeah. Like, like, uh, David Ross is coming out and VR bike is like coming down, uh, Waveland Avenue, like full speed on his e-bike, like heading right towards Ross and like, take the shot, take the shot. And they fucking, <laughs> they smoke a VR guy. And then he's like, I had to get home to see my girl. <laughs> he just dies right there in the middle of the street. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that, uh, that's concludes this game. And, um, uh, for us, a, a marathon, uh, recording session for you it'll be two separate episodes but um we had a there was so much in both of these games we had to bring it to you and it felt like it was a injustice to truncate any of it because this is our last game of the season so hopefully uh this will tide you over a little bit um you know now that now that uh, at least our season is over uh, and the playoffs have begun but uh it was i knew it was going to be sad to kind of wrap up the season but i do feel like we 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 went out on two kind of good games we did, and I think this was our best season yet. I, I think we made it to the most games out of any, any season we've been doing this, so that was good too. 
Yeah, most uh, most games um, and a lot of Cubs games, a lot of autographs. So, I mean, like, I mean, I don't know, Jack. I think next season, like, I mean, I'm wondering if Cubs games are just going to be, like, the recaps are just going to be about the bus. Like, uh, yeah, well, I, hey, man, I, I said I was going to start getting some cards, like, for real next year. So, uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, we've uh, crossed into a new phase of this uh of this uh, podcast and it was um, you know the, when we first uh, got our first autograph from a player so yeah I think we've we've kind of turned a new leaf into what this podcast is at least for Cubs games so um, yeah it'll be interesting to see what the 2023 season holds for Randley Theater yeah that's right uh, well for this uh, episode anyway I'm Jack Swakowski and I'm Jeremy Dionisio we'll see you next time bye bye